Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, happy to, to be here uh, with uh, all of you today. Uh, I'll be talking about the diversification of external quality assurance in the European higher education area. Um, if anything, we have already here today uh, quite some, um, quite often, and that uh, we live in rather disruptive times where higher education institutions and quality assurance agencies, as a uh, few of the stakeholders in higher education, uh, need to deal with rather disruptive times. Uh, if, uh, if anything, it started all with COVID-19, energy crisis, um, social elements related to the, um, to the um, Ukraine-Russia uh, Ukraine war and so on. And uh, I would like to actually um, explore with you today this possibly changing relationship uh, between uh, quality assurance agencies' work um, and the higher education institutions um, um, and how they together manage um, this, um, these disruptive changes. Uh, but first things first, um, ANQUA stands for uh, the uh, uh, European Association of Quality Assurance Agencies in the European higher education area. We have uh, 57 member agencies from 33 um, different countries, and uh, on top of that, also 54 affiliates uh, from another uh, 32 countries. So um, I'm, I'm mentioning this because the work we do with evaluations of quality assurance agencies in the European higher education area is rather extended. It covers really the entire, um, um, the, the entire area of uh, higher education. Um, so um, what, what actually, um, what actually I wanted to talk with you about uh, today is uh, how this um, change in external quality assurance um, um, possibly um, takes place in, in, in the last uh, couple of years. Um, we have, um, we have um, witnessed a rather stable um, um, development um, in, in the beer and higher education area. Um, in, when it comes to external quality assurance. In the last three decades, um, the, the external quality assurance um, has been um, developing at varying paces, but in, in two main groups, if you wish. Um, some of the agencies um, have focused mostly on the accreditation um, with uh, some elements of uh, enhancement and, and improvement. Um, I'm, I'm referring here to examples such as uh, quality assurance agencies in Spain, Polish cases is, is, is falls in the same group. Whereas in the second group, we have uh, seen uh, um, quality assurance agencies that are rather improvement oriented without the accreditation element to it, uh, such as in Armenia, Finland, Finnish auditing system, Slovenia, United Kingdom. Um, but all in all, um, the differences um, and approaches to, uh, to national uh, external quality assurance um, usually reflects um, the, the existing diversity of, of higher education um, um, institutions within the system and, and their uh, missions, obviously. Um, I tried here to, to find some graphs that, that uh, showcase uh, this diversity where you see that um, there is no uh, one way of, of doing external quality assurance um, in the European higher education area. Uh, speaking of the approaches, uh, when it comes to solely program accreditations, solely institutional accreditations, a mixture of um, ex ante and then uh, ex post uh, coming um, uh, after, be it uh, three, four, five, six uh, years. Um, what is um, a, a steady route is um, that um, agencies um, show, do um, wish to showcase their compliance with European standards and guidelines um, and the registration in ECAR. So this is something that um, has um, 
has uh, taken um, uh, quite some time in the last two decades, and you see in one of the graphs that um, um, most of, 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 uh, of the European countries are now, um, agencies within it are now uh, compliant uh, with the ESG. And this, this is, uh, as I said, been a, a sort of a, of a stability path in, in all of it. But this doesn't mean that um, we are diminishing the, the diversity of approaches to external to quality assurance. And actually what I wanted to talk with you about today is exactly um, this uh, element to it. Um, they are not so. They are in place. Not so recent discussions that um, that um, there should be a more responsive external quality assurance and and uh, the work um, um, be between the agencies and, and higher education institutions. COVID nineteen has perhaps uh, accelerated this a bit, but not only the uh, the introduction of micro credentials, European universities initiative, are also um, some of the. Um, uh, triggering um, points for, for this uh, type of discussion. Uh, there's a call for more innovative uh, quality assurance, external quality assurance especially, uh, in place as well. I'm referring here to um, some of our discussions we have held with our members and affiliates back uh, in 2019 in Yerevan. Um, some of the articles written by our uh, former board members, Hopbach and Fleerman, and so on. You see that um, what we see is that there is um, perhaps a, a need to rethink the, the, um, some of the aspects of uh, external quality assurance as it is in place now, be it uh, the four-step um, approach uh, to self-evaluation, site visits, um, receiving an external review report, then doing a follow-up, uh, or um, um, so how, how can we actually rethink of it to better serve higher education institutions? Um, do we need to cover other key missions of higher education? Do we need to um, perhaps um, make it uh, more responsive to the immediate needs of higher education institutions? Um, and what I wanted to um, actually talk with you uh, about is um, a rather brief research that we have done um, on, on a um, sample of 17 different agencies across the European higher education area. Uh, asking ourselves to what extent there is a, such, a, such an ongoing discussion in place. Are agencies actually thinking of already or already diversifying their uh, external quality assurance activities in order to better serve uh, higher education institutions? And if so, what are the motives for and characteristics of such uh, diversification? Um, here you see that we, we did cover um, a rather a nice um, part of, of uh, Europe, um, speaking um, of countries from really north to, to east, to, um, to south and then east to west. Um, and in, in the sample, um, we, we analyzed in depth um, documents that they uh, provide for their own evaluation against the European standards and guidelines when they, uh, are, um, when they undergo such a review uh, every five years. Um, what, what did we learn? Basically, that a large majority of the agencies in the sample are actually not only um, considering the diversification of their activities, but they are already um, doing it. So there are already seats in place for offering new types of activities with higher education institutions. And this is uh, done in, in two different uh, ways. Two different uh, aspects are being considered here. Um, the first one, um, refers to the uh, response to learning and teaching to society's current challenges. I grouped it in this way, and what I mean by that is that um, 
there is a need to uh, further uh, cover the internationalization part of uh, higher education um, institutions' um, needs. The growing heterogeneity of students is the second one. Um, here, agencies um, see the need to um, tackle the part where uh, the social dimension of uh, higher education comes into play when, when delivering um, such education uh, today. And the third one is the consequences of demographic uh, de developments for higher education institutions. The demand that is being put on in place, um, put uh, onto uh, quality assurance agencies when it comes to life learning and digital learning in future. So um, what agencies are actually uh, referring to is the need to um, change their standards and overall methodology uh, used in external quality assurance. The fourth step that I was mentioning at the very beginning uh, is um, challenged. They, um, they are seeing the need perhaps for, for different ways of, of uh, doing um, such uh, external quality assurance. Um, and this comes primarily from, from agencies that um, work in a competitive environment. Those of you who are a bit more familiar with, with um, agencies um, in, in Europe, um, I'm referring to the perhaps to the German uh, higher education and quality assurance sector, um, and, and uh, perhaps the Kazakh one. So you see that um, these agencies especially see the need to, um, to provide something different, to provide something um, that is closer to the higher education institutional needs. Um, and the second point I would like to raise is the changing nature, nature of agencies as, as organizations. What the research showed is that the monitoring part um, came out as, a, as, a, as a one of the um, surprises, I would say, um, where um, student em employability needs to be uh, furthered um, help with from the agency's uh, side and in the partnership with higher education institutions. How do um, study programs com uh, comply with the, with the needs of the labor market? Um, and then on the other side, the, uh, guaranteeing, guarant guaranteeing um, equal access to all higher education, especially in case of national, um, national agencies, they see the, this role being even further strengthened uh, following uh, the social um, movements from from social part uh, of the society. So, um, how to tackle energy crisis and how, what what is actually the role of, of external quality assurance and the agencies in place uh, to to help higher education institutions with this? Um, some of the agencies actually um, referred to um, the need of becoming centers of competence or excellence. Um, in order to provide sector analysis, to do a proper uh, monitoring, not only with um, data that we receive directly from higher education institutions, but uh, in cooperation with the national statistics offices, uh, big data uh, mining, uh, and, and so on. Um, the advisory function of, uh, of, um, of uh, quality assurance agencies was also mentioned as, as something that needs to be further strengthened in future in order to help uh, higher education institutions with their work. Now, what are the motives and causes of such, uh, for such diversification of external quality assurance? One of them that, that I think we, we all um, heard of um, and experienced is the, is the need to address the evaluation fatigue. This is something that I will not go in, in depth with, but it is on, uh, uh, in place for some time, uh, agencies and primarily higher education institutions are referring to the need to address this um, 
as soon as possible. Um, the second one is um, the response to the recent uh, policy developments in external quality assurance when it comes to um, marketization of, of the agency's work. Uh, again, here uh, mostly uh, referring to the German case uh, where um, agencies are enabled, uh, higher education institutions are enabled um, actually to choose what agency to work with, what, what agency um, suits their needs best, uh, but it needs to be obviously uh, registered in ECAR. Um, with this, agencies started to develop alternative procedures, rethink of actually how to get closer to the higher education institution's needs. Um, the third point here that I would like to raise is um, exploring new dimensions of external quality assurance, uh, social dimension of higher education, how um, uh, procedures of agencies uh, help uh, universities with that. Um, one of the um, elements that was brought up is how um, can agencies help further uh, universities with uh, implementation of uh, sustainable development goals? Uh, are there any uh, programs in place to help with that? Um, are actually the agencies the first one to lay um, the first stone to serve as a model in, in um, reaching the goals of, of, uh, for sustainable development? Um, I already also mentioned um, the, the relevance of big data and uh, management of such data, um, automatization of information flows, and all of this, um, how, how does it f uh, fit current ac activities of, um, of agencies um, and their interaction with, with higher education institutions? Is there a need even for, uh, for regular cycl cyclical um, um, work with higher education institutions when, when the up-to-date data can be retrieved from different systems uh, on a timely basis. Um, there are some examples um, of, of, uh, of um, such possible rethinking uh, by our Norwegian colleagues. Um, when it comes to um, putting a theme on external quality assurance, I can provide examples of, of our Swedish colleagues. Uh, Croats are also thinking of that. Or when, when, um, when uh, thinking of um, of um, using different uh, sources for external quality assurance apart from the, the reports uh, provided by higher education institutions. Um, I can think of um, Slovakian recent case where they're really working hand in hand actually directly with students to see what works and what needs further support. Um, to conclude, um, I tried to list a couple of drivers for such a diversification. Um, one of them perhaps being even um, um, an element for hindering such, um, such, uh, such development is the European Quality Assurance Framework. There is a discussion whether the existing European standard and guidelines actually help or, or, uh, or do not help uh, for such diversification. I can say that the way the ESGs were developed uh, are, um, it, are actually to, to, to support the diversity. And, and this can be seen from the current um, um, level and, and the stage of development of external quality assurance throughout Europe. So in this sense, um, I, here I'm referring more to um, the national uh, framework that, um, that locks the agency in providing what, what the framework, uh, what the higher education system wants from such, an, such an, a body in place, rather than the European level um, the documents that, um, that um, agencies also comply with. Um, we, we touched upon the maturity of external quality assurance and the need to, to fight it, uh, to develop uh, some um, rather 
competitive approaches to, to such um, activities of the agency. Um, I try to um, also think of, of other developments um, such as um, uh, such as uh, micro-credentials, um, different paths in higher education, lifelong learning, and I think, um, and I listed them as the fourth uh, driver behind all of these observed um, changes. But obviously this would need uh, further uh, research from, from our side, uh, actually taking into account all of the agencies in the European higher education area to, to, really, to really see what's going on there, what are, the, uh, what are these developments that possibly uh, motivate agencies uh, for further diversification of their activities. Um, all in all, um, I, just, I, I just listed here two questions or a question and sub-question on when are the conditions right for, for such innovation or for, or for such rethinking of external quality assurance and when is it actually being beneficial rather than disruptive. Um, are COVID-19 um, times uh, such an opportunity? Is, is, are all other uh, elements that we, we heard about today? in the morning, uh, such, such an opportunity uh, to, to, to actually further support the cooperation uh, for further engagement of higher education institutions. This is um, on the table to, to discuss. Thank you.